Hello and welcome to Podcast Confirmed, episode 38. I'm here with Harry, I'm here with Cube, and I'm Hugo Ohagamaga, and we're going to talk about mainly Telltale games, so uh, here we go. We're going to discuss what we've been playing. Hello, that's me. I'm the first one on the list. Um, we got the big, the big game that we haven't talked about on the podcast, but it came out this year, it came out last year, and this year. It's the Wolf Among Us. Five episodes, Telltale, you know the deal. Uh, did Theo talk about this? Did he? No, he didn't. I don't think. Oh, he would have talked about it a little on last year, maybe. I don't know. Oh no, he hasn't. Oh yeah, I don't think he has. Nothing so. in any because he hasn't been on the podcast in like a year. Yeah, he, he didn't talk about it last time. So yeah, okay. Uh there you go. Uh The Wolf Among Us is a game about. Fables? Yeah. It's, it's based, based on... The comic series. It's based on, like, fairy tale characters. Yeah. It's this concept... It's like a comic series that the, the IP is. That it's like... There's these, like... I don't know how they explain... Well, the it's universe. like fairy tale characters like Beauty and the Beast, the Big Bad Wolf, all those kind of... Like, uh, I think it's meant to be, like, every single fairy tale character is, like, in the universe yeah. somewhere. But, but, like... Instead of being in, like, fairy tale land... It's like they've been like somehow taken out of their fictional universe and yeah. brought it to the real world in like New York City. Yeah. Including and like all the animals and like the Is it is it current or is it like I feel like it's like the sixties? Well that's just the style of the like that's kind of the style of the game. Yeah. Like the little um the intro bit of each episode is a very kind of purpley black. It's got these like really accentuated colours. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite things about it is yeah. the design of everything yeah. and like the ideas in it, like the the aesthetic is so cool and like yeah. the way it's all rendered, the lighting is really harsh. There's no like gradual lighting changes or shadows. It's like one color applied to like a whole area. There's yeah, no, it's like, like there's no gradients or anything, you know. Straight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it's pulled off really well and like. You don't really get that type of rendering normally. It's not. Is it cell shaded? It's not quite. It's more shell cell shaded than like. I think everything Telltale is. Kind no, of. well. Mm, no, cell shaded is more like when you've just got solid colors filling in between lines. It's not like. When yeah. It's not like cartoony. That's true. That's true. It's got the black lines around everything. Anyway, that's not the point. The yeah. point is, it's got an interesting look. Yeah. Um, and an interesting concept. Like, that's... A lot of the reason I liked the game is that whole idea of fairy tale characters in the real world facing, like, real-world so, problems. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of... We're kind of rambling around the subject. So, like, <laughs> James, what did you really... What did you think of Wolf Ones? I quite enjoyed it. I mean... Everyone's going to compare it to Walking Dead Season 1, because that's, like, the first thing they did of this style. But, uh... And, yeah, while I don't think it was quite as good as Walking Dead Season 1, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Would you... What star rating would you give it? Star rating? Well, hang on, let's get to the end. I'll finish talking about it. All right. Like, uh... Should I just talk about what I thought of it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, um... Did you finish it? Yeah, I finished it today. Nice. It's... Uh, and I'm glad I did. And it was also interesting 
where I left it and where I came back to it. Because the first three episodes, which is where I left it initially, were... The first one was really good. Left a good impression. Yeah, I agree. The second one... I didn't know. I don't know. It felt yeah. really dodgy. I talked to Theo about that as well, and he said, yeah, episode two kind of... kind of goes a bit slow. Yeah. And it just doesn't... It's, it just, doesn't, it's, it's not as fluid as the first episode. And... And, like... And episode three, it was good. And then the, the last two episodes is so short. They were shorter. Yeah, yeah. I felt that as well. They're, they're, like, an hour long. Yeah. Not even. And, like... Yeah, it was just so quick, and like it didn't really feel like this was very grand or like much of a resolution. It, to me, it was like, oh, all this stuff that they had built up to got explained. Yeah, and that was it. There, there wasn't really. I mean, twist is a strong word, but like there wasn't any. There was no like. There wasn't. Didn't feel like there was like reveal. a There was like a climax or anything. Yeah, yeah. And I and like I my, guess you could say like the the wolf fight where you fully turn into like the giant big bad wolf yeah fight the glass lady but that wasn't like a plot point really it was yeah. like just a fighting cinematic and that that's what that's the feeling I got through the whole thing after episode one was that they just didn't know where they wanted to go with it yeah I kind of get that feeling as well because that yeah that first episode was really really strong I thought I thought it set up like, the main two characters, Snow White and Bigby, really, really well. Yeah. So, was the first episode by far the best? Oh, easily. I think so, yeah. Easily. Okay. It's just, like, really strong, really well thought through. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, like, you're just thrown into this really interesting universe. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, this is cool. Yeah. I want to know what happens. Yeah. And then, second episode, straight away, you just get thrown into the dodgiest, like, um... <laughs> What's the what like you know this like um questioning? Oh, I've forgotten the word. Interrogation. Interrogation scene. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like so dodgy. I just remember like I wanted to like not be brought violent at all. Yeah. And so I'm just sitting there like, okay, what can I say? And like you just kind of just re- you're just beating up. No, you're just talking to this guy who got interrogating, and you just keep saying like what do you know? And he's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know, man, I can't tell you. Yeah, that and was then pretty you, frustrating. And then you just keep going, what do you know? What do you know? What do you know? And eventually he just tells you. Yeah. And it's like, that was pretty frustrating, yeah. It was really, really trying to get you to be violent just because that's like part of his character. Yeah. And I, I think I eventually was, I eventually was like, okay, I guess I gotta be violent. So I just hit him yeah. once. And then it's like, suddenly the whole game is like, how could you? Yeah, yeah. You were so brutal to this really, guy, and yeah, it's like that felt really forced. Oh, that sucks. That I hate when games do that. Yeah, that is. It's like, you know, as a developer, you should get to that moment in a game and be like, and play test that and be like, well, absolutely not. This shouldn't be in this game. Like, yeah, it just if it makes you feel uncomfortable or that it's forcing you to do the wrong thing, and then like prosecuting you yeah. for something you had to do. Yeah. It's a terrible point to be in. Especially in a kind of moral choice game. Yeah. Because it, like, it got to that point where 
it was that whole game thing where you kind of figure out, oh, if I keep pressing the same button, the same thing's going to happen. Yeah. So if I keep saying, what do you know? He's just going to say, I don't know nothing, man. And yeah, yeah, you kind of figure, oh, i got to change how I'm doing this. And Did the you... only other options were like either you like physically assault him or like the other him, bigger guy physically yeah. assaults him. Yeah. Or, yeah, you burn him with a cigarette. Like, <laughs> but the only other options aside from saying the same thing again were to physically assault him in some way or another. And it was such a shame. Because, like, I loved, like, the character of Bigby. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, I did too. It just didn't feel like it, everything kind of had as much of an arc as it could have. Yeah. It was like all these things kind of got introduced, and then the main things got yeah got like, explained, and then like yeah. nothing else really. I feel like the characters overall were really well made and well most of them established. There's, there's two of them that like really stick out as being like totally pointless, and, and like except for like padding. Yeah. And the one of them is Bluebeard. I yeah. did not understand why he was there. Yeah. And also he annoyed the hell out of me because his voice, the voice acting sucked. Yeah. And like, his entire design just annoyed me. He was just there and he did this... He really was just always yelling. He just did this... He did this... He did this ridiculous voice like this. Yeah. And it's like... And it's like he's like over-accentuating every word. He's voiced by the guy who did Lee in The Walking Dead. That's what I always thought. Like, I just so, like, Lee when yeah, he's... And he's, and he's a really good voice actor doing that. Yeah. But, like, with this guy, it was like... Any time he came on, I just felt like he was from something else. It must have just been like, Hey, you did Lee in The Walking Dead. Come do, like, a supporting character role in this game. And he's like, alright, I'm gonna do a voice. But, like... And at the end of it, he had done nothing to the plot. Yeah. Really. It's like, why is he here? He was always there as just like a violent option. He was always like, yeah. if you side with him, he's gonna punch someone. Yeah, like, that's I, all I thought of him as well. Yeah. Um, and the other one was, oh my god, uh, Bloody Mary. Yeah, she was. I get what you mean. She's, she's just like, like she's like Kai Lang in Mass Effect Three. <laughs> she's just like she's like oh evil person who like does all these one liners every single one everything was a one she said all this shit like oh he doesn't want to play and like oh my god it was like pretty cheesy like antagonist look on her face the whole game yeah and like every single thing she said was like this like cliche one liner like I'm not even exaggerating when I say that yeah and she just seemed to have like no real motive she was just a dick yeah like, every other, like, evil character seemed like they were actually, like, had a reason for being a dick to you, because, like, you were kind of... Yeah, it, like, you definitely. Were, you were just adversing... I mean, you were just opposed to them, like, through your job. Yeah. And, like, they kind of, like, gave you this weird dynamic. But with her, she was just evil. Yeah. And, like, the whole dynamic of, like, the citizens being mad at Big B because the office was, like dysfunctional and wouldn't help them at all and like that's the whole reason everyone turned to the crooked man and everything else yeah like that was really well established I thought that's a re- and that's a great plot I like, think. yeah that's great, a like, great subtext. and it's a great thing to have as like your protagonist is like this guy he's like he's just doing his job to like protect all these people but they hate him because of like the nature of how everything works yeah like his office is just yeah doesn't do anything for them yeah it just felt like it was like the ideas were there 
the the design was there and but it just didn't come together for me and there was yeah. so much like ups and downs and like not much direction that's really frustrating when a yeah. game is so much wasted potential yeah. it had of. so much potential to be like excellent like even better than Walking Dead season 1 kind of level yeah like that's what I was saying to James earlier today like I think if it had all been developed at once instead of like episodically yeah then it would have and like if they just waited and made it this 10 hour game in that format yeah that would be like or made it all at once and then split it up yeah oh yeah that's true that too like that would have been amazing but like there was clearly just so much rewriting and just like indecisiveness yeah yeah. That like there was all these loose threads and it only really like the main part of it came together in the end and you know. Yeah. It's tricky. Tricky. But the, I think there is going to be a season two. Really? I was wondering about that because I didn't see anything. Did they leave on a cliffhanger? Kind of. They they ended right on this split second choice. Yeah. So like. Well, that does suggest. Yeah. Like, like keep going. someone tells you like a piece of information that kind of changes your perspective on the ending of the game. Okay, okay. And you can you can choose whether to follow up on it or just leave it. Which was interesting. I liked how the game ended. But yeah, I thought it was a pretty okay ending. But like that's the thing, episode five was like just an ending. Yeah. Like there was it and it was short. Yeah, that's yeah, kinda sucks. Like, literally, like, the end of episode 4 is, like, the start of the climax. And then episode 5 is that. And that's it. But, yeah. It's Shall we give it a final score, then? Are we going to, like, do the stars thing? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I haven't really thought about this. Ah. Whoever's first to <laughs> come up with a score can say it. I'll, I'll say four stars. Okay. I'm gonna say three and a half. Yeah, I think it's about right. Like, like you know, you know my thing about things making me go yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not only did that not this not have that, but there were multiple points where I did the opposite, and I, <laughs> I just like sat back and I was like, no, who cares? Who cares? There were multiple bits where I literally was yeah. just going back and like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, and. But I did everything that wasn't that I really liked. So yes, three three and a half stars. Such like like basically dead on seven out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. Uh, shall we move on to what else we've been playing? <laughs> what else have we? Well, yeah, what else have we been playing? Um, well, you've played Smash Wii U. How did you find that? Uh. Good. 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 It. Um. In in what way? And you weren't caring about Smash last week? Well, uh, went over to Sam's house. Was that all you played of it? That's all I played of it. Okay, no, I can talk about it too. Yeah. I can talk as well, because I went over to Brendan's. Oh, nice. nice okay, yeah. I thought it was, it was... It was different enough to the 3DS version, I thought. Which was more like more than I thought it would be. Not enough to make me want to go and get a Wii U, but like... It was still fun. And... How many people did you play with? Four. Four at the okay. most. It was like three or four. Maybe. It was cool, like having like sitting around with everyone doing it yeah. on the same screen mm. and like trying out all this stuff. 
yeah, it's it's uh, it's good. I feel like if you if you've got a Wii U, then getting Smash is a good way to justify having a Wii U. Yeah. But if you don't have a Wii U, then it's not good justification to buy a Wii U. Yeah, basically. Unless you're Smash mad. Unless you're Brendan. Yeah, I still feel I still feel like uh, Mario Kart is easily the best game on Wii U. Yeah, I'd probably have to agree with that. Just it's just everything you want from a Mario Kart. It's just so like consistently fun. Yeah. How many uh, players can play at once? Mario Kart. Yeah. Four. Okay. I mean, more more online. Yeah, eight on or twelve online. Twelve, yeah. Mm. But I mean, uh, where Mario Kart really shines is the kind of party game setting. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, it would be cool if it went more than four, but I mean, four is still pretty good, so... <laughs> yeah. Although it's not fun when I play Mario Kart. Did you... When you played at Brenda's, did you try a player? Yeah. So we played with seven people, I think, was the max we got to. Jesus. How was that? Um, <laughs> wow. It was... Chaotic? Chaotic, yeah. <laughs> That's... A- uh, you know, I was so bad at the game. I just like my the game I made was just trying to avoid fighting. So I'd like go into these tiny <laughs> yep. corners yep. just off the side of the. Oh, map. there are people who do that. <laughs> uh, do my best to you know be chased around the map. Yeah. Um, and when <laughs> fights did occur, I just had no idea what was going on. Just. And everyone who knew what they were doing knew what they oh, were doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> when you, me, and Sam played it, oh, yeah. just the three of us, and, and like we Carrie like, and I were like attacking each other, oh, and at yeah. one point we were like a hundred damage each. Yeah. And we we realized, hey, like we haven't touched Sam this whole <laughs> game, and we both just like turned on Sam and chased him around for like, <laughs> five minutes around this huge level. Nice. It nice. was like one of the levels meant for eight people. Yeah. We've had three. Oh, classic. Which one? Uh, I think the, it was Hyrule, wasn't it? The temple. There's two. Oh, te- there's the, two temples with the, the slightly. The one with the bridge the that breaks. No. That's no, like the classic Zelda level. The one from like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's also pretty big. Yeah. 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 But not that big. It's not the one where it's like fucking zoomed out. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of ones that are like that though. There oh, was like the Kirby one. The yeah. you know the one with like the lava. Oh yeah, that was that's ridiculous. It's so bad. That was a like, dreadful unbelievably map. Unbelievably bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I have to say I love that those kind of levels are in the game. Yeah. Like yeah. I love that there's the choice and you know they're like shockingly bad, <laughs> but you still play them because they're shockingly bad. Yeah, it's still like that even though it's not competitive at all and yeah. like most of the time he's like, Oh that's bullshit. I think that's great. But it's that still like there is an there's an element of fun in that. In like it just popping up and being like, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when someone like accidentally or maybe deliberately hits random and it randoms to that stage, everyone's like, oh no, no, <laughs> not this level. Like that adds to the experience. Really. Yeah, it totally does. When you're all united in hating something, you're united for something. Yeah, except, yeah. I mean, you can't have good levels without having bad levels, yeah. kind of thing. Um, I mean, what what are some really classic bad levels in games? I mean, we could save that for a top three, <laughs> yeah, really. Definitely. Yeah, Well, in Smash, I mean, like... Actually, well, the worst one for levels. me is the one with the Yellow Devil, the Mega Man one. Oh, that's that's another, like, shit. That, that wasn't fun. That though. one's less fun, though. It's just like, oh... Like, it's not like, oh, this is fun. so, like... 
the cur- like the huge Kirby with the lava that's like ridiculous yeah and you just die immediately and so it's it doesn't funny matter. but like yeah. the big yellow thing. the yellow oh, devil like one a big like roadblock in the middle of the level the, the, the one, one that like I really hated was the Donkey Kong level oh the one with the the uh, barrels going back and forth yeah I kind of liked that that was interesting when we played that it was just absolute garbage like half of, <laughs> half of us just died instantly to like yeah the map <laughs> <laughs> like I think the map killed like yeah. all of us how many was... people were on it like seven yeah okay when we did it we just had like three four yeah, three okay. four and it was good because it was like yeah we I, when I saw that go announced I was like that's interesting but there's no way to work and when we played it it was like it yeah, actually kind of did okay it well, was just like you constantly had like two fights of two people Okay. I thought they did enough with the level because like the map constantly changed and like sometimes it would just pop up so there was only barrels on one yeah, layer. Yeah, yeah. So like you had to go back and fight as four and then the second level would open up again and you could split yeah. off. Well that actually sounds like a really good com- concept but uh, when you've got seven, seven people, people it's yeah, just that chaos sounds, and death yeah, and it's just horrible. the worst map I've ever are played. There, are there like moving stages like in Melee and Brawl? Uh... Like the Donkey Kong like falls one where it keeps going up and up and up and up. I don't know how many scrolling ones there are on the Wii U. That's interesting. I think, obviously I think we've like, played one of them, so they do exist. There was one in Brawl, I know, that was like a boat and it like moved and he got off the boat and went to an island. 3DS had a bunch of scrolling stages, but I can't remember specifically... Oh, maybe I played it on 3DS then. There's some in the Wii U that are like platform will like change and move around to a different yeah. spot on the map or something yeah or does oh, it play that, on the planes there's that Star Fox mm, what, space what was level. that called you would remember it okay pilot wings it's like you no, fight right. on top of planes well my friends are clearly assholes there <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> oh yeah yeah those, and those it might not have been eight person oh com- it's not compatible yeah. so yeah oh, that's a great map though yeah and like the, the Star Fox space one Oh yeah, well, like you're all fighting on like four like, winged jets like next to each other. Wow, well, like, I'm very jealous. Kind of move out of the way and like occasionally like a little gap opens up between the wings of the like yeah. two of the jets and you fall through and you're like no. All right, so are we going to give this a star rating as well? Yeah, let's do it. Smash Bros. Yeah, Wii. Smash Wii. Smash Wii. I mean, yeah, Smash. I'd give it four and a half stars. Okay. Yeah, like it is it's Smash. Just, it's just if you want we Smash, didn't, it's we Smash for you. I don't think we absorbed the whole game though. Like we just no, did definitely. the regular mode. There's, yeah, I was about yeah. I was gonna say there's that. There's a whole lot yeah. more. There's, there's the all adventure the party modes, modes and yeah, and yeah. like yeah. there's shitloads in that. There's a, there's a crap load of stuff, which is good. Like that's what you need really yeah. to buy. Like to warrant. Like if you owned it, you could play it for ages. Yeah, just like unlocking everything and doing all the completing all the modes to hundred percent. Yeah. Hate. So so our review scores are terribly. Uh, inaccurate, but so uh, like based on my assumptions, yeah. Um, I'm just giving it four stars. Four stars, all right. But it'll probably be closer to like an eight point six. Yeah. If okay. I actually give it a s- yeah, yeah. score, but it's still like, out with stars, I feel like a four. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I give it two stars. It is smash. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the least enjoyable games I've played this really? year was playing that seven play. Like it was Oh, seven play, yeah. yeah. It was just that makes complete sense. Being raped over and over again, like <laughs> map after map, it was seven player, yeah. Um just <laughs> Vanellope just well, laughing and killing me every time. Oh, going, like, people, oh, like, like, 
Brendan who like really enthusiastic and good at the game. Two stars, pretty gener- generous. Well, like, I, I see that a lot of merit in the game. Like, yeah. Yeah. the game itself, I'm sure, is fantastic. If you were there uh, with like us playing, uh, you, like, you I'm guys really are average, good, but like Sam's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Like you and me are okay. You're probably better at some playing. I got a favorite practice on DS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it's really fun when you get to that point where you're actually kind of confident. Yeah. <laughs> like Sam's brother, who's just been playing Moth and Melee for like. For since ever. it came out, basically. Alright, shall we move on? Yeah, what are we going to talk about next? System Shock 2. But we, we can't really. <laughs> Sorry, we can't really, We're not going to give this a score. M Shock 2. Yeah, we're not giving this a score because I. <laughs> we played like five minutes. Yeah. Because it was on sale for a dollar. And well, you, you played it for 45 minutes yeah. or 48 minutes. minutes 48 minutes I played it not knowing when it came out I got past the tutorial and then there was like choose between these three oh, yeah. army section things and I it was thought... on like a raised platform right and it had like the three branching yeah, yeah. things I thought it was like I thought it was like you start because it says like you got to take a year for each one, and I was like, oh, is this what the level, how the levels are structured or something, you kind of like choose one at a time. Yeah, that was really strange. And I was like, oh, that looks interesting. I walked through one of them, like, so I took like a minute or so to choose. I took, walked through one of them, and it's like, you enjoyed your year doing this. Yeah. You came back with this stat. And I was like, what? And then you just pick uh, another that two. That completely confused yeah. me as well. Oh, like, so you, it's like, you gotta level like, up your character, like, with a Mass Effect 3 ending, is that what, like, no, 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 what we're talking kind about? Kind of. No, you know yeah. how, like, at the start of, like, Fallout 3 or something? Yeah. Or, like, just any RPG? Well, Fallout 3, I know. I've played this. Yeah, how, like, you've got these, like, things that'll set you up in the intro yeah. with stats. In fact, like, I f- thought that was one of the best things about Fallout 3. I mean... The, the intro? I, yeah, I thought it was an amazing yeah, intro. Yeah, I loved it too, yeah. Yeah, um... But, yeah, so, like, it's that sort of thing where, like, before you're actually in the game, you get these kind of preemptive stat things. And, like, in this, it's, like, you choose military specializations, but you're actually physically making the decision, but you don't yeah. witness any of the, yeah. the yeah. actions. So, like, you show up in the room, there's three doorways, and, like, the three different doorways have three different, like, training programs. Okay. It's and like, you like, spend a year doing this. His plus like, two endurance, yeah. and then you, yeah, pretty much. And, you and you like respawn basically in the same room with three different things. Yeah. That, that is that is other. weird. It's weird. But I like totally thought my like, game had bugged, and I like had to respawn in that area yeah. again. And then I realized like the text was different on each doorway. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like a stat choosing. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. That's interesting. So yeah. did you get any further than that? I like started. This was a weird thing. I started the first level, and I got to like. I opened a couple of doors and made my way through, and then I got to like a hacking terminal, which is exactly like a fucking Deus Ex. Yeah. Kind of one, and it was like you need hacking level two to do this. Oh, classic. And I was like, does that mean I have to level up? Like the hacking, um, yeah. training program in like the start bit to do this. <laughs> like I couldn't progress I had no idea what to do but yeah that's probably just it's um, weird that, it sounds like a 1990s game yeah. like exactly it, Deus Ex now or, that you mention it, it I, the first five minutes that I played remind me a whole lot of the five minutes I played of the first Deus Ex yeah 
where you kind yeah. of just using stats Me and too. stuff, and you yeah. get this yeah. very unashamed tutorial. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of Although, like, what I loved about the tutorial is you could skip the whole thing. <laughs> nice. Like, you walk into, like, the main bit, and there's, like, basic training, and then advanced training. You don't have to go through basic training, you just go into advanced training. You can skip everything in advanced training and just go straight to the story. Nice. So, like, speed running. I'm sure people have speed ran this game. Yeah, I'm sure they have. So I mean, it's meant to be really good. Yeah, yeah it's meant I to be, that. like, uh, the precursor to Bioshock yeah, is way like better that. kind of yeah. thing. It's got that whole, like, Psytronic special shoot things from your hands. Oh, thing. okay. Well, there we go. Except it's, it's like an orb that has, like, you can pull things to you and zap things with lightning. Okay. And I think it's actually meant to be, like, a really impressive story for a, oh, game, really? for a game of that time. Like, hmm. yeah. there's this whole thing with, like, the like AI. I don't know. I would like to get into it, but I don't know if I can be bothered. It sounds super complex. I yeah. mean, like, one of those games which just requires, like, you either being in the 1990s to play. Yeah. You need or, to, like, spend a day to learn. Yeah, exactly. Play the game. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's exactly what like, happened with Deus Ex for me. You know at the start where you're choosing between, like, the Navy, the Marines, yeah. and something else? Like, I don't know what that does. I had no idea what any of them meant. Like, three different plot lines? No, something? I think it's just, like, your main abilities. Okay. So that's another stat choosing thing. <laughs> yeah, it might okay. be. I think it's, like, Mass Effect, how you've got, like, <laughs> biotics, tech, and guns. Yeah. You're talking about like nineties games just having those characteristics. I was saying this to Harry. In that choosing bit, you're on this like raised platform with like these handle bar things. Yeah. And you choose which way to go. And I was just jumping around because that's what I do in FPSs. Yeah, yeah. And I like of jumped off the edge of this ledge <laughs> and I'm just like trapped in this room on <laughs> this platform. Oh what? And there's nothing <laughs> I can do about it. I'm just stuck and I had to restart the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like yeah. five minutes in and I'm stuck. <laughs> like, how? like in a modern day game, you'd have a ladder to exactly. get back up or something. Like, there's so much hand holding. Or you like, just couldn't jump off. Yeah, exactly. Or there would be like a pit of like lava or some chemical yeah. that would kill you and you'd respawn. Yeah. There's nothing. There was if it, like... it was a COD game, you couldn't jump off. It was a, If yeah. it was a Half Life game, there'd be a way of getting back up. Yeah. If it was, I don't know, some other game, it would be insta death, death or something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are so many kind of old elements of games that you just don't see. Yeah, it was kind of neat actually. Yeah, like, just from a historical. Makes you think. It's the sort of thing where it's like, the stuff I noticed where it was like, it didn't try at all to cover up, it being a game. Yeah, where it's like you just have this voiceover and it's like meant to be like, okay, soldier do all the, like, you're yeah. on this mission, now press the left mouse button to continue. Oh, it's like, you know, like, the same, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, if it, it, yeah, in a modern game, it would just pop up with yeah. how you do it. Yeah. On, as, like, a little icon. Yeah. But uh, they wouldn't actually say that. They would try and keep the illusion that you're not in a game. Yeah, yeah. But this is just like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you're That's playing so a game. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, there, there's something... A lot more honest about older games, I think. Yeah. Kind of. In the way they do things. Shall we move on? Yes. Sure. What's next on the CSGO? CSGO, yeah. What do I want to say? What do I want to say? What do you want to say, Harry? Uh, I... I'm scared of CSGO. I'm a bit scared of CSGO. Yep. 
It's, uh... I've always been scared of Counter-Strike. It's interesting, though. Uh, I don't think I've always been scared of Counter-Strike, but... I always I... loved watching it. Like, it's always been, like, really intense and mm. interesting to watch. I used to watch my dad play it a lot. Yeah. I love landing it. Yeah, I think it's fun on land as well. It's a really good land game. Yeah. Um, but I, I was really hoping they would do more with arms race. Is that like the, the small like, scale that's, mode? That's gun game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they've they've I've watched a bit of that. They kind of only it seems like they've been focusing on the competitive thing now. Yeah, now that exactly. It's kind of really concrete, but yeah. I, I mean that's where the longevity is really. I suppose so, but I mean, like I loved gun gun game. Like that's where all the appeal was for me. In Counter Strike, yeah. I mean, you know, I was just never good enough to like play competitively. But like, I mean, and when I say play competitively, I just mean playing with competitive mode. I don't want to be headshotted by an AWP every two seconds. It like, must be so hard to like break into like the competitive mode. It's if you know, it's got like this mode that's like it's got matchmaking like Dota. Yeah, oh, like yeah, a yeah. Dota matchmaking. Yeah, and we, it's like we started queuing it. It's like. Warning, by, by uh, queuing for a competitive game, you're committing like an hour and a half to like... You, to like well, this. it'll be like a full 16 rounds. Yeah, 16 rounds. Uh, yeah. Like, I was like, oh shit, dust or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you have to commit like a Dota game. And like, there's just so much stuff, because like, you know, there's like so much customization with like the weapons and things. Yeah. Like way more than Dota has. Like, you can... Well, no, you can like place stickers on like different spots yeah, yeah, on your yeah. weapon and but like, I mean you don't need to you don't no, need it's to it's just aesthetic but it's like if you walked like into a, a competitive game no dude if you walked into a competitive game without any custom weapons like you just look like a tool I don't that's think you not would. true there are like I think lot... you would look cool I mean, almost like this is just from my experience in TF2 but like all of the best players like couldn't give a shit about cosmetics that's true and they use yeah. all this like default nothing like Simple hats, yeah. nothing. Uh, maybe it's just the way my brother talks about, about it. it. I think it's the way my brother talks about it. Your brother was knows no, but, a lot. Yeah, He's... and no, because like the economy is so much harsher in yeah. CS. Like stuff is worth so much more than it is in Dota. Oh, I mean, yeah. some of the stuff that I it's some pretty I valuable have in Dota. stuff in Dota. <laughs> no, got, I mean, like, like got... on the whole, like everything. On average, yes, I would say. Like a gun is worth like five bucks instead of like mm. a ten cents. Yeah. It, yeah, it's obviously TF2's economy is kind of dead. Yeah. It's not not what it used to be. But I mean, Dota couriers are still worth thousands yeah. of dollars. My one, my top one's worth yeah. I, I mean, five like, or six hundred. I mean, like the so. overall everything, not like the yeah the outliers. It's still in like a comfortable Valve controlled position, where yeah. TF2 kind of just deteriorated its economy to every gun being worth one cent or whatever. Or is it is it still like that? Do Say again, sorry. Doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Do like top Dota players they get like all of the new sets for free? Not really. Do they just so. buy them because people they buy them for Dota for, anyway. People buy them for Surely um, they get like some sponsor thing, I don't know. They probably get their own set for free. Yeah. <laughs> they probably just get like donated by some Yeah, a lot rich, of fans nice just fan. I'm sure like Sing Sing just gets like everything. Yeah, well Sing Sing specifically. Uh, takes donations um, and everything every item has a name like penis gun yeah, or something yeah. like, <laughs> and like That's comments true. like all so, this effigy stuff yeah exactly yeah. and all these references to what he says on stream yeah. and yeah. people in the Dota scene um, 
Yeah, so it's actually quite funny going through Sing Sing's inventory, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Dota two competitively, like cosmetics really aren't a thing. So yeah. I doubt. It's like so much more to think about. The but there is heaps in CS:GO. Like I know weapons actually have like different scratches on them. Yes, they do. And it's like something to do with like, the quality. And like they, they like, have a lot of very like unique things. Like yeah. weapons can be a unique kind of paint style. Yeah. Well, I've seen that. Dota, I mean, yeah, it's and it's and like as much. and like you'll have a label for like factory new and used and stuff. Yeah, well worn and yeah, but that even that even doesn't actually have a bearing on like. Yeah, I mean, the, a well worn like, one can be like a tiny scratch or like completely crapped. Yeah, yeah, up. and like you, you, yeah, my brother was saying he got like some like one that was apparently like one like well worn. But it had like no visible scratch or something. Yeah, it was, and like, actually worth more than like what he put in. Yeah, yeah. He told, so he told me that as well. Yeah. Wow. But they, yeah, the economy is so much more complex than. That sounds really complex. Think. Yeah, it's like yeah. each web, each item has its like grading, yeah. like another variability. On and it. and it's often quite subjective from person yeah. to person. Sounds so like very hard yeah. to sell it. Uh, so yeah. in the way you would for another game. It's like it's like. I, I, yeah, I want to kind of... I would be interested in breaking into it, but, like, I just don't know if I can be bothered. I would be interested, but I would just suck so much, like... Yeah, as well. And why were, why was it, you know, no HUD? What was up with that? I think it was just the thing we landed on. It, what? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I think the game it actually we played, is a server browser, though. Yeah, the game we played, there was no HUD. It was just, like, really? hardcore. You couldn't buy, like, armor or anything. It was really weird. That's not, like, the core competitive game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, which was surprising, like... It was quite weird to play. That is strange. Because there was no crosshair or anything. No crosshair? And, of course, there's no zoom in Counter-Strike, so... It was... Yeah, that's definitely not the core game. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it was. A, it was weird it's as scan, hell. It's a hit-scan FPS, like... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And it was, like, two bullets kill, like, it was not... Well, that's Counter-Strike. No, but, like, even more <laughs> Even more so. More so? Yeah, it was, wow. like, two, two... Two regular body. Two SMG, like, spray bullets would kill you. Wow. It yeah, was... that definitely sounds like a custom game mode. Mm. And not, like, the... Yeah, but we just queued, like, we tried to queue a normal game, yeah. and that's what popped up, so... Weird. Who knows? Some Counter-Strike guru would. I feel like we should give it another shot sometime. Yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, I think we have to give it a star rating as well. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'd rate it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it three and a half stars. Like, what am I rating it on? Like, I don't know. Like, as a game. Yeah, as a game. I'm gonna say like four and a half stars. Yeah, fair enough. Fair like, enough. it's a solid fucking FPS. I think it's actually about as good as multiplayer FPSs get. Uh, I completely disagree, but I understand, like, totally. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't play it, and I'm not into it, but, like, objectively, it's pretty nice. Mm. And, like... I would say four and a half star FPS would be Bad Company 2 to me, but... (laughs) It's a very personal thing, FPS preference. Yeah, so, like, okay, objectively four and a half stars, personally, like, two and a half. Yeah, for, yeah, I, yeah, mean, I can my, understand that. My personal rating would be a lot lower as well. Yeah. Um, I actually played, you know, 20 hours of it or so 
when it came out, played a lot of arms race, a lot of demolition, uh, a lot of the kind of new modes, yeah, which were, you know, they were actually serviceful. I really liked that, like, kind of small-scale bomb. Yeah, I played that a lot. Where it was, like, one bomb site. Yeah, and, like... That was neat. And it, all the maps were new, and it was quite exciting to play. I loved that mode, actually. It was great. Anyway, yeah, okay. Um, we will move on. You um, talk about Portal 2? Yeah, so I made a... Well, I didn't actually make this map. I just kind of fine-tuned it a bit. Um, I was like, alright, publish it so Harry can play it. Uh, Harry never played it. Um, <laughs> I'll play it eventually. No, it's crap. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I... I I kind of just did it to, you know, make a set of three for you to play. Okay. Um, because, you know, I, I'm quite happy with my other two maps. Um, but this one was shit, like, uh, so bad. Uh, but, you know, then suddenly I'm getting these Steam notifications <laughs> of these comments. And, like, over two days I've got, like, seven comments. Wow. Like, 300 ratings. Like, it's a four-star. Wow. Uh someone had done a playthrough of it. It was kind of like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> this is a crap map. Like, why are people playing, yeah, yeah. playing this map? And who, like, still plays Portal 2 custom map? Yeah. That's the thing. I think it's like, there's so few yeah, maps it, that get published So, like, now. one comes up and they're like, yes! It's <laughs> a new to map. Because yeah. I'm a crazy Portal 2 nut who plays oh, everything. I want to, like, touch on my old ones. Because, like... Yeah. There was that one map that I was really proud of. At least the first half of it. But, like, I can't... I don't oh, know. which map was that? That was, uh... I had a great name it's, as well. It's the most recent one. The the one with the great first section, but then there's the weird button. Oh, the weird button. Yep, yep. That map. If I could get that button to work and get rid of the next section... Yeah. That would be, like... Personally, I'd be, like... I would yeah. like my crowning achievement... Even the second section isn't that bad, like... Yeah, I, it's kind of tacked it on, though. Yeah, I'd keep it in. Or, like, try and make that first before the second section. And oh, that would yeah. be perfect. Yeah. I, you could totally do that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Portal 2 has a community now. Like, it's... I think before, there was just so many people just making maps that it was just, you know, maps would just be instantly going through the new section and no maps would ever be played. Yeah. And it was just... The volume was too much. But now that there's less people, there's a lot of dedicated people who want to play new maps yeah, and things, yeah. and not as many creators creating garbage. So it's kind of reached that reached that equilibrium where yeah, oh that's interesting yeah, where it like maps are actually played and there's yeah. actually a solid community there. It makes me want to like get into making them. Cause yeah, I, like, I would as well. I'm like, so big on like internet gratification. Oh yeah, same, same <laughs> like, totally. People like thumbs upping my shit like yeah. that is what I survive on basically <laughs> yeah pretty much um alrighty I will also talk about Rise of Nations Extended Edition um there is not a lot to say about this it's another Microsoft re-release of a classic RTS after Age of Empires 2 and Age of Mythology it's probably one of those things I had on like a demo disc back in the day oh classic I probably played the demo as well I played all the demos oh man I, I think one of them was like like, like Rohan R- R- Rowan some kind of oh I think I know what you mean but yeah. I can't remember it yeah um Kohan or something Kohan. yeah I have no idea but um and then Ro- there was like some other one that was like 
some meant to be like world history one. Okay. Have either of you played Rise of Nations? Nope. I don't think so. I would say it is one of the better FPS's, uh, RTS's of our time. Um, and it's really interesting. It's... The graphics are kind of a step up from AOM and, uh, Age of Empires, in a way. Um, like, you, the, the farms are really cool, especially. Like, you've got these wheat farms with people coming through and, like, cutting the crops and... Oh. Uh, the way they do the whole thing, uh, the animations are really good. Um, one unit is generally three units. So the fight, the battles are a bit more realistic. Like most RTSs, you'll just have one unit. Oh fight yeah. One unit, and, you know, an army of thirty being the max is so unrealistic. Oh, that's why I love Dawn of War. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, continue. Yeah, so one unit's three in this. So you, you're getting these pretty big battles going on. Yeah. Um, and you know when you've got a population cap of two hundred, it gets pretty huge. But what's so great about Rise of Nations is you start in like the Stone Age and you're just this tiny little kind of barely progressed from kind of caveman level huts yeah. and farms and that's it and you go into the information era and really? the near future and it kind of seamlessly transitions between them as you level up but do you actually have like a city? yes so you s- the whole game is based around cities. So you create cities, and then you create the buildings around that, and then you create another city, buildings around that, and you end up kind of having a country with cities, borders, and, oh, wow. and you know, buildings around each one. So it's like a real-time sieve? Yeah, it's a real-time sieve. That's exactly what it is. But is there, like, actual diplomacy and stuff, or is it just all combat? Uh, there's diplomacy. Um... But it, you know, it's a typical kind of Age of Empires style diplomacy, like... Give food. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a sieve kind of diplomacy, it's not. Okay. But I mean, you could play it like that, and it would be very good. Right, okay. Um, but what really gets interesting is late game when you have nuclear war. <laughs> and, you know, a nuke will just destroy an entire city and, like, an entire army instantly. And missiles come out, you know, they make huge loud sounds on the map and they narrow in on the city and... And then suddenly you just get this huge explosion on your city. And then this wave comes out and everything's destroyed. And... Wait, uh, so was this an extended edition in along the vein of, like, AOM? Even, even less so. I mean, there was nothing extended about this edition. It's just on Steam, basically. Okay. And has 1080p or has infinite monitor scaling support. Okay. Um, but it's a really interesting game. And there's also um, more on the vein of Civ or um, have you played Total War games kind of conquer the world mode? I've never played a Total War game. <laughs> okay. No. So, ba- so basically you, you know, risk the board game. Yeah how it divides the world up into a few kind of bigger countries almost. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly like that. But, you know, you've got 16 nations and 
you move a bunch of armies around and you conquer territory, but the way you win each fight is by going into an actual scenario and playing a game of Rise of Nations to progress. Ah, uh-huh, right. And there's a few different modes and things, but it, like, that's almost a game in itself. Okay. And that can be really fun to play as well, especially single player, obviously. I don't even think that's multiplayer, but that's how the campaign works. So I really think Rise of Nations would be great for a sequel, but, um, you know, I'm happy to have it on Steam. Nice. Um... And they've changed nothing, so there's really nothing to comment about the new edition. I just wanted to talk about Resonations for a bit. So, I think we've ended what we've been playing. Yep, we have. Oh, Dota 2 Oracle. Do we want to talk about that? I've not played Dota. New Hero. New Hero. (laughs) Has some cool moves. The spells are really interesting, actually. Um, They've got a lot of synergy and anti-synergy with each other. So, to anyone looking outside at an oracle, like, for the first ten games, I had no idea yeah, what all these right flying now. colors was going on. And then I pl- Tom said, you have to play this new hero. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. And I played it, and it was super fun to play. And, oh, nice. like, all the spells... It's just four spells, but because the interactions can be used in so many ways... Um, you could do some really fun things with it. So, like, every two seconds you have this nuke, which is magic damage, and then it heals them back up some more, and then you've got things that, like, make you immune to magic damage but buff your healing. So you'll be, like, damaging them, but they won't take the damage, then they'll only take the heal, and every ability of Oracles is just like that. Wow. So you've got to be constantly thinking about all these different things. And it's kind of like playing Invoker almost. Like, it's a completely different beast to most heroes. Right. Um, I do like that in Dota, when there's, like, heroes that just kind of... Do, do their own to thing. the next level, like, Tinker, yeah. Invoker. It's like an extra game within the game. Pretty much, yeah. And well, Brood- that's actually probably one of the things that makes Dota interesting. Yeah. Or, like, the mobile format. Yeah. As much as I wish that we use the term ARTS instead of mobile. Anyway, you know, you're not a fan of... Well, it's just a marketing thing that Riot came up with. You're, yeah. not, you're not a fan of arse faggots, though. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aeon of Strife style uh, fort, fortress. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, 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 not, like, seriously. It spells out. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Like, it's seriously a thing when ev- everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. talks about MOBA acronyms. Yeah, okay, but the point is, the <laughs> point is, it's like each hero is like its own game, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like its own thing to master. And it's what, it, it's what keeps the game refreshing. Yeah. And you can never really master just one of them, let alone all of them and all their yeah. interactions. And that's what makes yeah. the start. That's what so makes good. it last as well. Yeah. Alright, we will cut to a break and we will come back with our top three. God, we've gone on. It's good this.
welcome back to Podcast Confirmed, episode 38. Eight? Yeah. <laughs> We're making this three episodes. No, episode... Oh wait, no, the other one was episode 37. Okay, yes, it is two episodes. Hello. We're doing the top three. Yeah, and we're doing the top three Telltale games, sticking with the old theme. No, no, no. No, no. top three things that Telltale should do. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> not, that's kind of what I meant. No, it's but not. like, top tail games... It's what I meant, games. it's not what I said. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So, like... To make that clear. Because Telltale have a pretty... Uh, they have a structure in which they do games. And that's, like, the very heavily cinematic... Basically just the, all the gameplay's choices, such a light exploration. Yeah. And... A very... Episodic releases. Yeah. Five episodes, generally. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, not very... I mean, they are very particular in their style. Yeah, it's game. a formula. It's a formula. It is very formulaic. But I like it. And it, yeah. it and they like always it. execute it well. So, I mean, absolutely... Well, I mean... Fairly well. To an, to an, to extent. an extent. I mean, no, they have, ex- they have executed it very, very well in the past. Yes. And currently. And they generally take a franchise, whether it be... A video yeah. game movie or comic book some kind series, of comic TV, book, show. TV show, some kind of someone else's IP, and exploring that universe. So, yeah. so should we start with James? We will start with James. What is your third uh, most wanted Telltale series right. in your imagination? Mine number three would be House of Cards. Yep, like I a kind of American politics. Yeah, I think. I was considering putting West Wing in there. Um, yeah. I mean, I think House of Cards probably even works better than that. Yeah, I think it would. Um, but just the whole American politics, I mean, any politics would work, but a really nice political game. It's something a game has really never touched yeah. before. Um, but some hardcore politics in the Telltale style could be super interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, Wolf Among is, is arguably pretty political. Uh, and then, yeah. like, you got that responsibility as the character. Yeah. And, yeah, and but, the, like, thing yeah, but like strictly US politics. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, US politics, it's like the opposite of having responsibility. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that what you mean? Yeah. 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 Um, like a House of Cards thing with yeah. like Frank Underwood, you play Kevin Spacey or something like that. And you would probably do that. Things. Like, I well, can maybe, see that happening. Yeah. And, I will uh, and really enjoy that. Yeah, I would enjoy it as well. And, um, yeah, the whole corruption thing and... Yeah. I don't know whether you'd play Frank Underwood. Yeah, yeah, I don't know whether you would. Uh, but playing in that same universe with him existing... Yeah. Uh, maybe you're another character that comes up. Maybe you're some... A more neutral character. Yeah, a staffer yeah. or a someone else in the Congress, but it, it could be really interesting to explore American politics yeah. with that kind of cynical yeah. aspect to it. Cool. Shall we go on to you, Harry? Yep. Um, my number three choice is Psychonauts. Ooh. Yeah. I was considering Psychonauts. It's, it's like a, it's a long dead franchise that never became a franchise. Yeah. It would be a cheap way of... Of like bringing it back. Yeah, because like they always like Tim Schafer says like he just wouldn't have the funding for it. Yeah, and like, well, you 
there is so much in this universe that you could do because you know like every person every character's mind is like its own wild setting for something and it's like um yeah I I on the surface I kind of agree that Psychonauts would be good but I think a lot of Psychonauts and the appeal of it was the gamey aspects of it that Telltale would cut out it wasn't all the kind of I don't of think so I think it's, a lot of it is the writing I am um, yet yeah, the writing's great but a Telltale game I I think I would just rather the same thing I don't think it would improve the I don't think it would improve but I think it's a good way of exploring the universe in a cheap way yeah yeah I can see that and like the only thing would be like the cast yeah and like who the characters would be I think like it just wouldn't be Psychonauts without the character of Ford Crawler yeah, and like unless they got him, the guy who did him, my god, mm. and like if they re- unless they really nailed the writing as well. Yeah, like if but like they, they've done justice to like a lot of things. Yeah, so. they they could totally do it. So, um, yeah, nice choice. Um, my third would be, uh, I was gonna put a video game in. So, either, to the moon or Mass Effect. Okay. Both, I think. Pretty good options. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with Rick and Morty. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it, a Telltale style, like a full production game of kind of their web games that they... Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that I mean, the, funny, yeah. They, they were so fun in the first place. They but, were ridiculously good. Yeah. But, like, you know, the whole way the writers do Rick and Morty... And I think it would just be so easily applicable to a Telltale No, game. you're right. And you could make choices, and it could matter, it could not matter. I mean, you could go anywhere with it. Yeah. be completely It'd ridiculous. Be I think yeah. the biggest obstacle with it, because like, it seems, like, too perfect, but, like, yeah. the biggest obstacle would be, like, the, the aesthetic. Because, uh, like, Rick and Morty really relies on, like, its weird animation where it's, like so simply drawn but actually very smoothly and really nicely animated yeah Yeah. so like translating that to 3D and with Telltale's kind of awkward animation yeah I look I think I didn't consider that I mean I kind of pulled Rick and Morty out and then back in to that place as third but yeah if they would really like they couldn't do a Telltale style graphics yeah that whole shitty 3D thing yeah they would have to change that up but like somehow make it 2D yeah and like in the style of the show but if they brought kind of the telltale aspects of it yeah 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 no, yeah. the, the storytelling the the gameness yeah. yeah it could be really awesome yeah absolutely I think it's a valid choice it was going to be an honourable mention for me okay cool well then we that's perfect uh James what is your second? Uh, number two for me would be a Godfather game. Okay. In the style of course, the movies from the 70s. Yeah. It just it has a unique aesthetic characters plot. I think would be pretty interesting to explore in that format. Yeah, for There's sure. There's a lot of like characters you could take the position of in that plot line. Whether it's just, like, a family that is under the Corleone, like, umbrella. Or you could play as one of them yourself. 
I, I have no experience with Godfather, Godfather, but um, it's a game. Is it about the mafia in some way? Yeah, it's like a mob family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, though those whole kind of setups are kind of really suit the Telltale style. Yeah, the kind of going around to people and the big yeah. family. It it all fits really nicely. Yeah. So I I you know I totally agree. That's a pretty good choice as far as they go mm. um, alright Eric your number two my number two <laughs> is uh, Mario Mario <laughs> like can you imagine what <laughs> what the I fuck I could not imagine that <laughs> at all <laughs> what <laughs> explain this like how good would it be like there aren't characters at all, though. But, like, no. But, like, Paper Mario oh, okay. has had amazing yeah, that's, that's writing true. and that's amazing true. stories. And I think Telltale would bring it, like... Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, Telltale could pull... Yeah. It's like, it would... Writing out of that like, realistically, it would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... Like, the idea of it is so interesting. Because, like, I love when Mario, like, takes a chance to actually explore the setting because like it may not make a lot of sense and it is kind of childish but like it's fun and like you just you just want to know you just want the characters like interacting with each other you know yeah like that's why people like a part a part of the reason people like like Mario Party and Mario Kart and stuff like the spin off is the interaction it's like the like the idea of the characters actually interacting with each other instead of just being jumping around yeah, yeah kind of in a way Mm, yeah, I wouldn't say that's the primary appeal. Yeah, no. But, but there's that. There's an element of that. Yeah. And, I, like, based on my experience with, like, Paper Mario's A Thousand Year Door, that is amazing writing. Yeah. And, like, if they actually, like... Explored that and expanded on it in a Telltale game. Yeah. Brought their kind of writing and style to it. And it would be an opportunity to give Waluigi <laughs> an actual role. Yeah. Yeah. It just still never happened. I think it's an interesting choice, but it's definitely a good one. It could definitely work. Um, any other thoughts, or shall we move on? No, I think that's, that's, uh, that's about it. Alright, my number two, of course, is uh, Avatar The Last Ah, uh, Who could have thought it? Who would have guessed? Um, uh, they actually released comics to explore the world between the two series. Okay. Of them. Um, and I mean, there's kind of an 80-year period of all these characters that are super fleshed out in the first series um, that, you know, it's kind of a mystery what happens in between. Some of them are still alive, some of them aren't. They kind of make reference to all these stories that happen and all these really kind of, holy shit, I really want to know what happens here kind of little mysteries they leave you yeah um and a telltale style game would be perfect to yeah. explore those and the characterization would fit really nicely with telltale um the one thing that wouldn't be so great would be the fighting yeah um you know that's kind of obviously bending in the Avatar world is kind of an important aspect of it. Well, you never know. I mean, like... I think fight scenes have been Dude, done Tales of well. the Borderlands, the combat, the way they pulled that off, I thought was really cool. So they pulled... Oh, well then... Yeah, I think 
Telltale games have been getting better at doing combat. Okay. combat. Uh, yeah, I've only really played Walking Dead Season 1, so I... Yeah, yeah. and that's just kind of... Yeah. A zombie shows up and you have to click on his head. Yeah, exactly. It with the thing. That's about it. Yeah. Like, no, but they're... You know, they're it's kind of like more like interactive fight scenes yeah which is cool well then that would actually fit incredibly well and yeah. it like already the comics of Avatar series is very good um but I mean you know obviously watching fighting in a comic yeah I think Telltale could at least pull off better than that oh definitely yeah so um having motion at all yeah exactly um and choices would be incredible. It would be an absolute dream for me. Uh, continue, James. What is your number, number one? one number one. Your number one would be in the Sherlock universe, of, like the TV show. Yeah. Okay. Just like you already got some cool, interesting characters. It, work, it works perfectly episodically yeah, as well. Yeah, like, you mystery for each episode. Like, that's yeah. basically what the TV show is, is, like, hour and a half episodes. Yeah. Like you oh. literally copy the format of the TV show. <laughs> exactly. And it would work as a Telltale It would game. be perfect. But, yeah, anything, like, you're talking about um, Avatar, anything that has a universe that, like, that's has kind of... stuff that's not canon. Yeah. It's not, like, in a TV show or a comic or source material. Yeah. That you could explore would just work with a Telltale game format, I think. Yeah, with Sherlock... Like game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, Game of Thrones is kind of a ridiculous universe yeah. which has just so much that it's you like can... hundreds of families that you yeah. could possibly... You could at. infinitely make Telltale games yeah. in Game of Thrones. Um, so what character would you, like, make the protagonist? Well, I... I think you'd have to play Sherlock. <laughs> Probably. Like, yes. Or the mystery solving. Or, or, like... or you could you could uh, play his assistant. Yeah. John, is it? Uh, it's been so long since I've watched I show. think it's John. Yeah. But um, I think it would actually be better as him because, I mean, Sherlock's you know, meant to have all the clues and the, and the higher thinking, like, your, your general game player. Yeah, like, but like... I wouldn't be able to think of that. I know, but like... In Wolf Among Us, there's some detective kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. And like... There's always... Like, in every Telltale game I've played, there's always been... Look around the room for stuff. You yeah. You find, like, evidence of something yeah. happening. But John generally just comes out and, had like, solves, like, this one thing that Sherlock misses... So I think that would work as well. Yeah. Kind of a comedic character. Yeah. I... Yeah. I don't know. I think no it... But yeah. I think, I think both, would, both, both would, work. would work. Yeah. Maybe you'd switch back and forth. Right. Well, we're excluding Harry a bit here. So, Harry, what is your number one? Can you guess? Can I guess? <laughs> oh. Rash and Clank. Nope. Oh, that's a good guess, actually. Oh. Um, that would suck. Russian yeah, Clank is not about the story. Yeah, agree. I would guess Neon Genesis. No, God no. I think NG would that be would cool. be weird. Like, that it would, would not work fighting. at all. It no, would it, not would be, work it would be cool. At all. Totally be no, cool. No, okay. My number one is Dota Two. What? What? Russian Clank is a story based. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but can you imagine this? <laughs> Yes. No. How good would that be? What kind of <laughs> decision, like... 
Lam- like you could just pick a hero and like who they are. <laughs> yes. Because there's like all this like. But, like think this... about like what the rest of the Dota universe. I think. Like. I think. I think it would be more interesting to pick a, like a creep, and just go through yeah. like the life of that creep. Yeah. Yeah. And Cardi the cowboy. It wouldn't. I mean, I'm sure like there would be some element of the plot that was about the actual towers. Yeah. Like, you could make that ancient. really dark. Like there would be yeah. a whole ways of spinning it off. It's like the whole TF2 thing with like red versus blue. They're like rival mining companies or something. Yeah, but, like, like that. But like the thing with Dota 2 is like there's all these allusions to things like there's like the some kind of like alternate void where like some of the heroes are from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like there's all these. There's, there's there a is a lot like, of lore. Behind there's a few it. like consistent races, but it's like there's no. This, like because it's separated from Warcraft there's no like exploration of that so like and I'm pretty sure Valve would be like fucking willing to do this <laughs> it's pretty like free promotion yeah. for the game really yeah basically yeah and it will also get telltale a shitload of money from people like Dota players yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, look yeah. at this crazy new game well, I, I, I just mean, think it would be cool like I mean surely you, League you, of Legends would be a better fit then yeah, but then it wouldn't come to Steam. I'm pretty <laughs> sure... No, okay. But but Valve and Telltale are way closer than Riot and Telltale. Then you get, like... Yeah. Like, like Pokemon. Pokemon Knight, Telltale game. Yeah. Had, had the heavy angle well, battles. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's true. true. Uh, yeah, I suppose they are closer. But I still think, you know, League would probably be the one that would go with that. No, I completely disagree. I think it's way... If it ever happened, it would be way more likely it would be done. Okay. Yeah, All right, I agree. And that'd, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, that was, that was one of the most unpredictable. I know. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. I was actually going to put one of mine as TF two. Okay. But like, I would. I mean, that's kind of too I obvious. Think, I was worried that would like spoil the idea of Dota. Yeah. Because okay. like, I would say that and you'd be like, "Oh, what if Dota has one of something?" And I was like, "No, I got to save." <laughs> nice, nice. What do you, What do you reckon to I, TF two? I almost think TF two will work better than Dota. Yeah, I think it, format. I totally think. I think there's like a more established backstory to the game. It is, but it's and like it's, it's kind of more contained and more rigid. Everything and like the classes actually have characters. I don't think the heroes in Dota have that. But that's like, kind of why they have lines it. and that's. But like, I want to know more about the Dota characters. Whereas like the TF two characters. Yeah, are, but like, what material do they have to work on? Like character wise in Dota. Like you no, there is enough. I think. They've got more than, like, League of Legends, dude. Did you watch the latest, uh... That community-made, uh, TF2 video? The recent one? Oh, I... Not... What I didn't see... I saw, like, a minute of it. It was, uh... What's it called? Something... It's the one about the train. Um... Train? It's, like, a 15-minute kind of movie. Really? Like, a really high production value. Yeah, yeah. I would recommend watching it, like... It was okay. You know, the last thing I saw was that bread... Thing, oh, expiration date, yeah. yeah. That was great. Yeah. That was fantastic. Was like an official Valve thing? Yeah. Or this one. No, it wasn't official. This, this is community made, but it was promoted, and there was an update okay. that Valve did around it. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I haven't played the But, like, the thing is, yeah. like, stuff... TF2 has weird. stuff like that. Dota has, like, had, like, none of that, which is why I want to know more about it. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Like, I want to know, like... I think it would be just easier to do a TF2 play. Yeah, like, it would be the lazy way. Like, I want to know who, like, <laughs> who, who, like, 
tree and protect it is. <laughs> or who, <laughs> like, Bloodseeker is or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A very weird choice, and they but could I'll accept it. you could make it, like, some, like, non-character, and then, like, yeah. the Dota heroes would, like, show up occasionally, and, like... Yeah. Play Roshan. Something about... No, something about, like, the Aegis could be, like, a plot point. Yeah. yeah. I... I... Yeah, you would either be a shopkeeper or, like, a creep or something, yeah. and... There could be a whole lot oh, of some like Lord of the Rings type thing where you have like a party. Yeah. It could be cool. Alright, I'm gonna do my number one now because yep. I'm I know what it is. Does James know what it is? I don't think I know what it is. I'll probably be like, oh say it. Yeah, I mean it's so <laughs> obvious. Oh my god. Oh and I wish I could come up with something more creative and more interesting like you, but I just there's no way it could be better than, to me, than the obvious one. <clears throat> Harry, give me my number one. It's Firefly. Correct. It absolutely <laughs> is. <laughs> I, did not, I, I had no, like, I was going off nothing that I just knew it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, <laughs> like how could I pick is anything there, is else? Is there more to the Firefly universe than the TV show? There's a movie and then a comic book series. Oh, okay. I've only seen two episodes and I feel like there definitely is. Yeah. Like, that world is so nicely kind of mm. fleshed out and... Well. And leaves well, so much mystery. Well. You've, only, you've only seen two episodes. The episode episodes. format, I think, would work. Yeah, the format would. Totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean... I like the characters for most people are likeable enough. Yeah. Every episode is a... Instead of being a mystery, it is kind of a, a mission to get money for your ship. Like, it is yeah. absolutely... Like, there's so many kind of characters. All the voice actors would be keen... Like, all the characters would be keen on voice acting. Uh, like, it just, it's so much, like, common sense. Like, they yeah. need to continue the series somehow. They, they leave... It would work. They leave it on so many kind of cliffhanger-y kind of mysteries that are so yearning for an answer. Um, the fact they haven't done it yet it makes no sense because it is just the most perfect possible <laughs> fit. Yeah. It is ridiculous. Um, we won't talk any more about that because, I mean, it's just it's all too obvious to say, yeah, really. Yeah, it's a valid choice, though. Um, honorable mentions. Harry? Uh, well, my initial thought was TF2. Yeah. Um, and Rick and Morty, but both those got mentioned already. Nice. Uh, what else? I was thinking Mass Effect. What do you, what do you think of Mass Effect? Yeah. I, A, I don't see it ever happening because of EA. Yeah. And B, it's like, yeah, but the, like, Mass Effect, it kind of already has itself. A game, yeah. And it kind of, like, almost is that formula. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, it almost is. Yeah. You're, you're kind of right. But, uh... Like, no, it would work. It would... I mean, it's just... Such, also, also... It's like, such a big universe with so many unexplored... There's some really fucking obvious ones, like, if Theo was here, it would be, like, Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Uh, uh, <laughs> too obvious and Yeah. Dull. I mean, like, all, like, you just need a fleshed out world, and then... Yeah, just some kind of universe. Yeah. And anything works. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't think those are as good as the ones we picked. I mean, what, sometimes what, the what, ones what, that aren't as obvious... What about Counter-Strike? Counter-Strike. 
yeah. No, no. You know, there's there's no, still you, no plot to it, though. You, there's no characterization. You couldn't. There, there are a bit now. It'd just be like this generic, like, military thing. It would kind of be shit. It'd be like a COD plot line. Left yeah. for Dead, Left for Dead, maybe? I well, that's kind of yeah. like... There, yeah. There's definitely... No, I could totally see Left 4 Dead. I could work. totally see Left Especially, like, between... You could do them between each kind of campaign as well. Yeah, it, it w- it, I think it would be to do with the actual characters, but maybe they would show up or something. Yeah. Like, it would be, like, a new set of characters. Or you could do, like, at the breaking of Infection, like, the whole storyline 4. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, like the this was all series. good and everything, but then I was, like, Walking Dead. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, it would be the Walking Dead <laughs> minus the emotion to me. Yeah. But Walking Dead kind of... I don't know, it is at the breaking point. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. 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 So, like, that's, no, it, it would be good if the Walking Dead happened. didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Half-Life. Half-Life. I, I considered Half-Life as well. Um, but it's like... It's kind of the sort of thing where it's like, it's basically just the main story and there's like, not a whole lot of other stories. Oh, there's, there's a lot of them. Like, you could do any seven day war. Yeah, I wouldn't give a shit about it. I would. I would give... I would be Multiple shits. Considering it's been how many years since the last, like, yeah. bit of plot. Like, the trickle of plot. That's yeah. Plot. But like, would the... Would I mean, you could do stories within Black Mesa, you could okay, go yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Like, but like, would the next... Would the onus of the next bit of plot and like, Gordon be fleshed Freeman, upon Telltale? No, I think you'd have to explore bits. Yeah. Gordon Freeman would have to have a character. Yeah. No, he wouldn't. No, he, he wouldn't, wouldn't be in it at all. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't in, be it. in it. He wouldn't be in it at all. It would be like that period of time between Gordon Freeman showing up. Oh, it'd be like Concerned. The second game. Concerned? What was that again? The one about Gordon Freeman. The, the comic. <laughs> That's like the funniest thing Fucking ever. Hell. I can't believe you've never read that. <laughs> That's like half of Half-Life to me. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah that'd be funny. Oh my god, a Telltale game about Gordon Freeman. <laughs> Bring it back. What was the other classic uh, Gordon Freeman? What was that one called? The YouTube series. Oh, like Freeman's we... Mind. No, not Freeman's Mind. I mean, you could do one on that as well. No, you couldn't. No, you think you could? No, you couldn't. Which YouTube series would you make a Telltale game? <laughs> 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 Um, <laughs> oh, no. PewDiePie. Yeah. I, I think it was uh, based on... Podcast confirmed Telltale Game. The podcast confirmed. Telltale Game. Telltale Game confirmed. Some cell shaded Hugo. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like you... Tom tries to kill someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom just tries to show up and you've got, kind of got to like manipulate conversations between people. To make sure Tom doesn't show up to the podcast. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm just, um, I'm just seeing, like, Tom in the Telltale game moral universe, and it's just got, like, the option is just, like, neck the goon. Yeah. It's just, like, Tom, like, necking goon in the Telltale universe. Yeah, like, one of the scenarios <laughs> is, like, the trip to Enu, and one is yes. the trip to Dunsborough. Oh, that'd be so good. Yes. Oh, man, Theo is, like, missing out on not, not being here, like... <laughs> He would totally be good in the segment, damn. Yeah, he would have been. I mean, yeah, it, it, it would have been a segment he would love. I yeah. mean, he could talk about Star Wars forever. Yeah. He could talk about, like, the Beatles game or something. <laughs> like Indiana Jones or something. Oh, Indiana Jones, yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park. Been. Which already exists. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, yeah. Was that episodes? Was there five episodes of that? Yeah. 
Was it's it? like the one that no one cares about. All I remember was like one of them. I didn't even know. I thought that might have been like not a like a, an actual Telltale style. No, it was. Yeah, definitely. But was. I've yeah. heard nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, neither. I heard it wasn't very good. Like it was their yeah. worst one or their first one or something. No, no, no. They've had heaps. They've been doing it for ages. Originally, they just did like Sam and Max though. No, I think Jurassic Park was like the first one though. No, it wasn't. Okay. It was like a couple of years ago. Yeah, and they did Wallace and Gromit. What? Yeah. Oh, they totally did. Yeah. That was apparently pretty good, I think. Oh, I'm going to play that. <laughs> I forgot that existed. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Cool. Oh, man, yeah. I feel like everyone just forgets they existed before The Walking Dead. I know. Yeah. Like, really what, like, put them on the map. Yeah, they were, they were, they were kind of known for making mediocre episodic games yeah and then they made Walking Dead and then they were known for making good episodic games yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, what else did they do they did a load of um, uh, Back to the Future yeah but what was the Sam and Max the Schaefer game oh did they do a Schaefer game I think they did two Schaefer games which leads into Psychonauts being a perfect fit like Grim Fandango or something? No, it wasn't Grim Fandango. It was... What other Schaefer games are there? Was it the piratey one? Piratey one? <sighs> what? Whatever. Yeah. The what podcast a- is over at this point. The podcast is pretty much <laughs> over. Alright. Any can- final words? Uh, I hope that the Dota one actually happens because like now that I've thought about it I totally want that <laughs> well do you want the Telltale game or just more information or no I want the Telltale about game I want the Telltale game only because I know how up for it Valve would be <laughs> to be honest I'd be more keen on the Mario one <laughs> really? Uh, yeah I would I over a Dota one yeah. well then you should just play Paper Mario like I told you to because I think you would like that game but it's not on PC, is it? Yeah, you just, you just get the emulator. That's how I played it. Easy. Uh, okay, which one of all the ones you've discussed would you go for? Well, here, here's Sh- one. Sherlock. Probably Sherlock, yeah. Yeah, and you'd go Dota 2 and I'd yeah. go Firefly. Obviously. Yeah, well, you Why would you put number one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what ones of the other people's ones would you be most down with? Hey. TF2. No, I wouldn't. I don't think that'd well, be that good. Yeah, I wouldn't be keen on TF2. Like, TF2, I just don't think... Like, TF2 is really good when they do, like, the short amounts of the story. Yeah. But, like, if they tried to pad it out for, like, ten hours... Yeah, and, and oh, that's their ho- true. Their it's whole really animation true. and that, that whole part it's of so it... It's so tight. It's so, like, untouchable. Yeah, exactly. And the music and... Yeah. yeah. Ev- everything about it. Um... What was your first one? Uh, Psychonauts. I'm gonna go House of Cards. Yep. Just because I really like the whole kind of political. Wait, the whole really mine then. I've James, said, have you, you got Rick a choice? Morty, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah. I mm, think that would that be cool good, if yeah. they could pull it up off. Yeah, or Psychonauts for me. I think. Psychonauts. Oh, uh, we've like everyone has their one chosen by someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All Confirmed. right, we'll we'll end it here. This is the longest ever podcast. It's not that long, actually. We well, between the two of them. Yeah. It's the longest two podcasts done at once. <laughs> <laughs>
Yep.